0: Welcome in to the Bear Down podcast here on the ESPN Chicago app. I'm Chris Black along with Adam Abdallah. You can listen to our show weeknights six day right here on ESPN 1000. Here on the Bear Down podcast Tuesdays and Thursdays we talk Bears football in the National Football League with you here on this podcast. And Abdallah, what we're like fifteen
1: days away. From the start of Bears training camp, we're almost there. We can taste it. Jim Miller days away, Chris. Jim Miller days away. 15 days away from the start of training camp when they report on Tuesday and Matt Eberflus and Ryan Poles meet the media, tell everybody how the summer was, the short summer, and then we get going. And then we get get training camp, we get preseason games, and then the regular season, not far away, like two months away. It's amazing. (sighs) I love it. Can't wait.
0: Uh, it, it's sad that the summer is starting to uh, mm. head towards the end. Like we, We've we hit the, the apex of the summer, I think, the peak. And now we're going to start heading towards the fall. But I'll say this, uh, football season is absolutely the best. So we have a couple of weeks until we get to the start of training camp. Uh, today, we're going to talk about uh, something we saw on ESPN.com. Ranking the NFL's top 10 quarterbacks for 2022. The column is up there on ESPN.com, brought to you by Jeremy Fowler. He's the one that put this together. Executives, coaches, players, they make their picks for the best passers in the NFL. Abdel, how would you like to do this? you want to just go from the start? Or do you want to start from the back and work your way up to number one? No, I think the debate is going to be at the end of this list and not at the beginning of this list. And and I think that's a fair way to look at it. I I think number one makes a lot of sense for a lot of people. Aaron Rodgers is number one for the Green Bay Packers. Uh, Last year, he was ranked number two uh, when the uh, ESPN.com put this list together. But Rodgers, for this season... Ranked number one, the best quarterback in the NFL at age
1: 38. It's not surprising to me. I mean, you look at, you know, the the uh, 85 touchdown passes in two years with nine interceptions. Like, that's insane. That's insane. That's just insane right there. The fact that he's got 85 to 9, a touchdown interception ratio, like, that's crazy. So... He's obviously changed the way he's played. He's more efficient with his throws, and if he doesn't see it, he throws the ball away, which leads to less interceptions. And, you know, since this is the Bear Down podcast, I will, you know, kind of bring this back to the Bears and, you know, hopefully, you know, some of what Luke Getze saw with Aaron Rodgers and things that he, whether he's teaching uh, Aaron Rodgers or just simplifying things, and hopefully he can bring that to Justin Fields. But yeah, like if I had, if I needed to win a game, Any game, if you're like, you need one game to win, I'm going with Aaron Rodgers. Interesting. I I think I would push back on that.
0: I I think a couple of the names who are going to be in the top four could certainly be in the conversation. I'm still leaning towards Mahomes at this moment. Rodgers is right there. Uh, I think you could argue that either one of these guys are the top in all of the league. Uh, This is from the column from Jeremy Fowler. One NFL executive, uh, one NFL coach brought up an interesting critique of Rodgers. He plays it too safe when his team needs the opposite. Quote, late in the down with pressure, he won't always take risks, one coach said. On certain plays where he's throwing the easy completion on a smoke route and it's a critical moment, you're thinking, is he really trying to win? End quote. Does that, because could you take that quote and directly point that back to, the fact that the Packers have choked in the playoffs the last couple of times they, that, that they've gotten there?
1: No, I don't, I don't think they choked because of Aaron Rodgers.
0: How I many mean, points did they score last year against the 49ers? I don't know. I got to look. It was like
1: 13. Okay, but a lot goes into that. A lot goes into more than just him not you, being you willing to You have to the best quarterback Rick's, on the planet and you only
0: score 13 points no, in the playoff I, game? I
1: understand that. But I mean, what are the... Chi- how, I how, think it's a fair critique. I, okay, they
0: scored ten points. San Francisco won thirteen to ten on that. Uh, okay, so Robbie it's not Gold like they were all,
1: they were outscored forty to ten. You scored ten points at home in and a home playoff game. San Francisco game. only scored thirteen, and they won. Okay, I, exactly. But my point is, if it would have been, you that's know, my point. I am making the point. They only had one other touchdown. I get the point. No, you don't. Yeah, I do. That's not a point. You scored ten points at a home playoff game. So I, I get the point. No, 49ers only scored 13. If it was like 35-10, okay, fine. 41-10, you want to make that argument? 42-10, something like that, whatever. Fine, make that argument. But they were only outscored by three points. It's not like it was a, 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 a an arms race. Number two on the list, Patrick
0: Mahomes. Last year, he was ranked number one. He's 26. Obviously, Kansas City uh, had disappointing end to their season, losing in the AFC Championship game to Cincinnati. Uh, I think Mahomes, even though people can point to some some faults in his game, I think he's still the best quarterback in the NFL. And that's the only guy I would place over Aaron Rodgers at this point.
1: I think they're the same. I mean, they're not the same quarterback. But as far as rankings go, like that's why I don't like doing rankings necessarily. I like doing the tiers. That's all we're doing on this podcast. No, I, understand. A I understand that. But I I like the tiered. Rankings better than the straight number one, two, three, four, five, right? Like I like saying, here are the top guys. The top guys are Rodgers, Mahomes, Allen, Brady. Well, I Burrow. think
0: I think there's a clear four,
1: yeah, that are the
0: top four guys, yeah. And then we can kind of debate based off of that. But I I I do agree with your assessment that there's like a cloud at the top where it's four individuals we are by far the best four quarterbacks in the league.
1: Yeah, because you and I are arguing over Patrick Mahomes and, and Aaron Rodgers. Like, you can't really go wrong with those two. You know what I mean? Like, okay, so Aaron Rodgers might be better in some aspects, and Patrick Mahomes might be better in some other aspects. And But again, we're, we're arguing over the two best quarterbacks in the, in the NFL.
0: Number three, Josh Allen from the Buffalo Bills. He's 25. Last year on this same list, he was ranked fifth. I think what's something that's... Uh, Interesting to me, initially looking at this on ESPN.com, out of all the people that Jeremy Fowler talked to, someone ranked him seventh. I think that's crazy. I think it's obvious that Josh Allen is one of the top four quarterbacks in the NFL. I think number three is a proper place for him to be, so I would agree with number three in this list. I understand if you're telling me that there's a cloud of four guys and he's in that group, I get it, top four. Mm -hmm. Uh, To me, he's the third best quarterback in the league, hands down.
1: Yeah, I think so, too, and the, if you read this, the knock on him is that he runs too much and that he's not going to be able to sustain that, like he's going to get hurt. So, I mean, if that's what you're going to – but that's what makes him dynamic, right? That's a weapon of his. I don't think that's a detriment. I think that's part of his his weaponry. Like, that's one of his assets.
0: That's why Buffalo scores so many points when they're down around the goal line. Mm-hmm. You don't have to rely on running backs. You have a guy in in Josh Allen who yeah. could just tuck it under center – and just bulldoze his way into the end zone. Also, you mentioned his ability to run. You know, it opens up a lot of things for their their offense. They do a lot of design rushing uh, plays throughout this season. I I think it's I don't think it's much of a debate. I'm surprised that someone would place him seventh. I think that's
1: crazy. No, I agree with you. I think what's crazier to me is that when we go to number four in Tom Brady, his lowest ranking was eight. Yeah, so Tom
0: Brady is number four. He's 44. Last year, he ranked number three, and Abdallah nailed it. Someone has him number eight on the list. Even if you suggest he's going to take a step back because he's 44, he is not the eighth-best quarterback in the
1: league. Well, the criticism is that one NFL personnel evaluator said that Brady needs scheme throws against zone coverage to win. The Bucks' offense and coordinator Byron Lefferts didn't get enough credit for Tampa Bay's attack. Brady isn't making it happen inside and outside the pocket like Allen and Mahomes. But then again, Brady essentially is the system. Like, it's Tom Brady. I mean, you're not – like, look, the arm might not be as strong as it used to be. It's still strong enough, and the mind is better than anybody's. How can the arm not be strong
0: enough? He led the NFL in passing yards and touchdowns. I just said it is strong enough.
1: Well, but, like, if someone's critiquing his game, like – that doesn't you, make any you sense. You build the system. Like that quote said, Tom Brady is the system. There isn't a system for him. You tell, he tells you what he wants to do. Because that's how much of a, a student he is and how good he is at this stage in his life. The one thing that
0: I take away from watching Brady and Belichick for all those years, and then also Brady in his next spot uh, with Tampa Bay, is the one thing that I always go back to thinking about is how... No matter at what point in a game, if there was a mistake, Tom continued to play the game with the same, like, even keel. And, and what I think the Patriots and the lesson learned from the Patriots, dominance, and then also Brady as a quarterback, is that in an NFL game, a football game, there will be more opportunities down the road. Mm-hmm. So if you have a complete meltdown, a bad play uh an interception, a terrible drive in the second, third quarter, there's still more. You will get another drive. You will get another throw. You will get another opportunity. And, like, I think that's the true brilliance of Tom Brady, the quarterback, is that all of those years, there were a couple where they were, like, by far the best team in football. There were a couple, right? They had The team went undefeated, mm-hmm. then they lose the Giants in the Super Bowl. Yeah. But outside of that, it was basically they were just smarter they, they kept at it, you know, chopping wood, you know, going out, taking advantage of every drive, and, like, that stuff matters. And, like, that's what I'm going to take away from Brady when his career is over is that, like, the consistency and the ability to bounce
1: back and recover from mistakes is why they were so great for so long. I think also it goes back to their seasons uh, together with Brady and Belichick and how people would always count them out early in the season. But they were just trying to figure out what kind of football team they had, right? Like people were like, "Oh man, they're two and two. They're two and three. What Is this the end?" And you're like, "No, dude, it's October." Like relax. Like this is a team that comes together late in the season, and then they're in the Super Bowl and you're like, "Oh yeah, well, remember when people were writing them off in the beginning of the year. And so like I feel like he like with, with games like that too, where he's trying to figure out. What's going on? It's almost like a pitcher going the first, you know, couple times through the order. Like a batter can, you know, see what a pitcher's doing the first couple times, like the first at-bat, and then you're like, okay, well, I got to adjust this, and then I got to adjust this. And then by the time, you know, it's third time through the order, you're like, I've got you. So I think that Tom Brady just, and and Belichick probably taught him this as well, is like you have to look for the weaknesses. And as soon as you find the weakness, and it might take a series, it might take two series, it might take three series, but by the time you get to halftime, if you know the weakness... You make the adjustment, and you just exploit the hell out of it. And that's exactly what he does, is he finds the weakness in your game and just exploits the crap out of it. Number
0: five on the list, Joe Burrow, Cincinnati Bengals quarterback, He's 25 last year, did not get ranked in the top 10. He was an honorable mention. Uh, Someone put him as the second highest quarterback in the league, uh, and then also the lowest ranking. Someone put him outside of the top 10. I don't know if I'm ready to give Joe Burrow top two. I'm certainly uh, going to put him in the top 10. You mentioned a cloud top four at the top. Burrow is pretty close in my book to being a top four slash in. He should be number five. I think it's a, a proper ranking. Yeah. But like if you were doing a tier
1: system, he's top of the second tier.
0: I don't know about that. I, I think
1: he is in that elite group. I need to see it one more year. I, I didn't see it one more year. I, I think Joe Burrow is in the elite group. I think he's I think this is a perfect ranking for Joe Burrow because what's going to happen is Brady's going to retire. Rodgers is going to retire. And then you've got Mahomes, Allen, and Burrow. Those are the three, right? And then Herbert will be in there somewhere as well. Those are going to be your those that's your next cloud, right? And so to me, let me see it again this year. And let's see how he, how he adjusts to another year in the league after losing a Super Bowl. Like, I mean, he was in the Super Bowl. I'm not—saying I'm not tr- saying he's the fifth-best quarterback in the league isn't a bad thing, right? Saying he's the top of the second tier, to me, isn't a bad thing. I'm just saying that I want to see it for one more year, and I want to see it— because, you know, we, we saw him do it in college. He got injured his rookie year. We saw him do it last year. I'm not saying he can't do it. I just can't put him in— above any of these guys that are in the top four. Here's what does it for me. You said he did it in
0: college. What did he do in college? He had, like, the highest completion percentage of any SEC quarterback that we've seen in how long. But who are you taking out to put him in the top four? And my response then would be, he did it in college, and he he had these eye-popping numbers that were completely unbelievable. Last year, his completion percentage, number one in the NFL – 70.4% completion percentage. Mm -hmm. That works. So who are you taking out of the top four then? Well, but that's not what... What I'm saying is that if you wanted to tell me there's tiers and that there's, there's an elite group at the top and there's four, I would say that you should make some room for that fifth guy because I think Burrow... I think the difference between Burrow and our next quarterback
1: is a bit wider of a gap than Burrow and Brady. And Burrow and Josh Allen. I just want to see him do it one more year. I want to make sure it's not a fluke because you think they're going to regress next year.
0: Yeah, but I, I don't think that that's necessarily going to be indicative of his play. That's fair. I think, I think what will happen is that defense was stellar last year. I don't know if they're going to be able to do that. I think it all worked out. Like everything yeah. clicked perfectly.
1: For no, him. that's fair. I just, I want to, before I put him in that, second, that top tier, I want to see one more year. Number six, Matthew Stafford, Los Angeles Rams quarterback. He's 34.
0: Last year's ranking had him at number six. Uh, Some people have put him out of the top ten. I think he's a top ten quarterback. If I were doing this list, I think there's another name that I would put ahead of Stafford, but Stafford's going to be in that. There's probably two names I would put ahead of Stafford, but Stafford's in that top ten on my list. I would put Herbert above him, and I might – Y'all are just a bunch of haters on Russell Wilson.
1: That's no, all no, I'm no. saying. No, 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 no. I'm telling you
0: all, no, no, you're no. all haters.
1: No, you can I finish?
0: Well, I'm I said- saying I'm answering for you. Herbert and, and Russell Wilson are both better than Stafford.
1: Okay, and no, the, no. What I was gonna say Herbert and Russ, and then my hesitation is Deshaun Watson because wow. I don't know what he what he's gonna look like after having two years off, and like, is he gonna even be on this list? Because is he even gonna play this year? But of the people that we can rate, I would I would put. Russell Wilson, and Justin Herbert ahead of him. I would probably put Matthew Stafford at eight.
0: Yeah. I would move up Herbert. Herbert's number seven. Yeah. Uh, Last year, he ranked number eight. Uh, Some have him out of the top ten. That's nuts. That's crazy. Uh, Justin Herbert, I think, is the next best guy after that elite group Mm -hmm. with the four that you mentioned and Joe Burrow. I think Herbert's right there. I would place him at number six. Number, uh, Number seven, I would then place Russell Wilson. Yep. I think y'all are crazy. You're all sleeping on Russell Wilson. He's going to be so good with the Broncos. Don't, 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 don't let me into that. I put him at 7. I put
1: Matthew Stafford at number 8. That's fair. I put him at 8. I just don't know what to do with... Like, I'm not... I shouldn't... I don't think they should have put Dak in this, Or not Dak. I don't think they should have put Deshaun Watson in this. I think you, you should have gone... Uh, after Stafford, I would have gone Lamar Jackson. Well, he is a quarterback. And, and at the moment that we're recording that.
0: this... He is – we don't know
1: what his status is. Well, he also hasn't played in a year, so we don't know what he's going to look like. Ah, I, that stuff doesn't bother me. It bothers me.
0: He's 26. It bothers me. That bothers you? That bothers me. You're telling me a 26-year-old is not going to be able to play at a high level because he didn't play football last year? Rust. Get out of here with the rust. Rust. I, it's uh, – If if we if we knew he was going to play, I think I would have to adjust – my Burrow, Herbert, Russell Wilson threesome there.
1: Well look, I mean he could it could come out that he's only gonna miss six games and he's a top five quarterback next year. Yeah, I mean if
0: if he wasn't a bad guy mm-hmm. and wasn't facing twenty five civil lawsuits and we knew that he was gonna play football, he would probably be my number five. Yeah. In fact, he would probably be ahead of Brady. Ooh. If we if we really want to get real about this he was yeah, on the trajectory yeah, to be top three. Yeah, yeah. But we don't know if he's going to play. Uh, he may he may not play for a year, two years. Who knows? But I would say after Russ, hmm, that's tough. I agree. I think Dak is the next guy if it's not Watson. Lamar Jackson's in the conversation. So the way the I think Lamar
1: Jackson's better than Dak. The way
0: the list rounds out is number nine, Deshaun Watson, number ten, Dak Prescott, and then they have three honorable mentions. That's where you get Lamar Jackson, Derek Carr, and Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray was super um, underwhelming last year. Mm -hmm. I thought he would be a lot better, Um, but then again, he he also has. Cliff Kingsbury, who's kind of bounced around and and really has never proven anything at any level. Like, those Texas Tech teams that he was coaching were were always 500 at best. Yeah. So, like, it's not like he's ever won anywhere. Um, and he got that job with the the Cardinals. So, I don't know where to place the blame with the lack of development with Kyler Murray. But then, also, Kyler seems to be a bit of a... A diva as well, you know, scrubbing his social media, all this
1: stuff off the field. Derek Carr does not get me going. No, I feel like the see to me that's why the line to me is Dak. Like I go, I keep everybody that's in there, and I put I put Lamar Jackson at ten, and then to me that's the line. That's your top. Those are your top ten quarterbacks, and then Dak is after that. And after Dak, that's where you get the Derek Carr's. You get the Kyler Murray's, um, the Kirk Cousins's. Where are you putting uh, Baker? Probably right right around Cousins. You, you
0: didn't have to answer that. I was kidding. That was a right joke. Right around
1: Cousins. You asked me a question, I'm going to answer it. Uh,
0: Kirk Cousins received the vote. I think you can put Kirk Cousins and Derek Carr in the same little category yeah, and yeah. send them off on their own. Yeah. Uh, So there you go. Uh, This is on ESPN.com. Jeremy Fowler talked to execs, coaches, players uh, to come up with this list. Top 10 quarterbacks in the NFL for 2022, ranking the NFL's top 10 quarterbacks. Uh, So there you go. Aaron Rodgers, number one. Patrick Mahomes, number two. Josh Allen, number three. Tom Brady, four. And Joe Burrow, number five. This has been the Bear Down podcast here on the ESPN Chicago app. Hopefully next year, Justin Fields is getting honorable mentions or is in the conversation. We'd love to see that. Uh, Check out our podcast, Talking Football, the Bears, and also the NFL Tuesdays and Thursdays right here on the ESPN Chicago app. You can also listen to Black Abdallah weeknight, 6 to 8 on ESPN 1000. We'll talk to you on Thursday with another edition of the Bear Down podcast.